Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Halloween themey episode of Zing This. You got me. Insert spooky name Zinger. Oh, I was like, are we doing spooky names? I I just wanted to do the insert spooky name. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Ellie. (laughs) And I have I have a spooky. I have two spooky names. Okay. Uh, Depending. So for both movies, I've got Eric Sandbergson and uh, the the Bergman. Or the Merberg. Merberg. There we go. The Merberg man? The Merberg. The Merberg. Merbergberg. All right. Bergberg. So if you listened to last week's episode and paid attention at the end, we mentioned that we would be doing another double feature, but this time of, I guess, spooky movies to watch around this time of year. So we did a family-friendly one, which will be us discussing Hocus Pocus, or as it's known in Canada... LA. It's got a different name in Canada? As it's known in Canada. Abracadabra. Yeah, apparently it's known as uh, Abracadabra or other stuff what? in Canada. Yes. You are blowing my mind right now. So let me just tell everyone. And I want to actually finish watching it like later. Just for the fun of it. But if you're streaming Hocus Pocus on Disney Plus. Not sponsored. No. Um, it's really cool. Anytime you watch a show on Disney Plus, if you click extras, um, different shows have different things. But this one has a um, like a director's cut type of thing where you watch it, but it has all kinds of really awesome facts and trivia about the movie. Um, and I we started watching it. We watched what the first like twenty minutes or so, but we learned a lot of really cool stuff. And so I highly check it out if you want more fun facts of the movie. Yes, including, like, as I said earlier, apparently this is known as Abracadabra in some regions. Yep. That, I did not know that. I was even looking at the IMDb trivia yesterday, and I don't even think that came up. It's not in there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the page right now looking at it, and it is huh. not in there. And I was like, that's weird. So, I, although I'm sure, like, especially with Ken, I'm sure it is known as Hocus Pocus there, too. I don't know. We have Canadian listeners, I'm sure. So, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah, um, we, we, we would love to know what you know this by, or if it's just still Hocus Pocus, and apparently they lied to us, Disney Plus lied to us, but anyways, no, we're going to be discussing, of course, that first, but then we're going to be following it up with, um, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies, like, ever, because it's yeah. every horror movie, uh, Cabin yes. in the Woods, and yeah, we'll be discussing that as well, so you got your family-friendly Halloween movie, and then your after dark halloween movie so accordingly if you're listening to this listen to the first part with your family but the second part after dark actually i don't know you 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 can do whatever anyway so hocus pocus um i guess first things first i have not seen this movie in years and apparently i've only seen the edited for tv version i think because there's a scene i don't ever remember (laughs) from the movie (laughs) that is like it's 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 the one where they get get put in the kiln in the high school, which oh yeah, I, I don't know about <laughs> your guys's high school, but mine had a kiln. I mean, everyone else's had a walking kiln. 
Anyone else? Oh, no? Of course. No? Uh, oh, my okay. Waynesboro High School is just made of kilns. Yes. Um, no, I'm I'm joking. My, mine might have had like a small one, but no, this was like the like I never remember seeing that scene at all. So I'm like, did that get cut from like a made? Because I'm like I've never seen this as not like on TV. Like this is the first time I've ever watched it to where I was watching it at home oh, okay. off of something I've always like seen. It's always been one of those. Like when I had cable or satellite, I'd be flipping through the channels, and be like, "Oh, sweet, Hocus Pocus is on." So that's how I always used to watch it. But now that I can watch it on either, we do have it on Blu-ray or on Disney Plus. Not sponsored. Um, I never remember that scene at all. So I'm like, maybe I just don't have a good memory of this movie. Even though I remembered like a lot of other stuff. Which Ellie looked up a ton of really interesting fun facts. And since Berg said he was on IMDb, I'm sure he has some. But um, on that note, Berg, when was the first time you ever saw this movie, or do you have any? memories of this movie you want to bring up uh i saw it when it came out on on vhs Ooh. um i remember seeing it because it came out like that hey it came out in summer. It, <laughs> I, it was one of those things where like i always rem- i feel like i remember this coming out around halloween but it was actually a summer movie and it came out on vhs like during during halloween i believe um and i remember seeing it then and i remember it was one of those where like everyone enjoyed it because Watching it as an adult is in a, it's the first time I've seen it in years. And watching it as an adult, there are so many fun adult jokes in there that kind of would go over kids' heads. But as kids, like my, it was something like my sister loved, and it's something I loved. And I feel like it's one of those where like everyone in the family enjoyed watching it. Like it was a, it was just a really fun movie. And watching it again as an adult, you can tell like this is a movie where everyone was just having a lot of fun. And I have a new appreciation for, especially knowing the different. Uh, a lot of the different actors and actresses now, uh, two and a half decades later, mm-hmm. um, in, in their roles and stuff they've played since then, it's it's fun seeing them in this and just being able to tell they're having a fun time. So I'm having a fun time. Uh, to answer the question nobody asked, but Berg pointed out, uh, this was released in July of 2000. I mean, of God, I'm, 93. 93. Yeah, I was about to say, wow. And to show how long it took for VHSs to come out, it did not come out on... Its VHS release was apparently in September of 1994. Wow. That makes sense, because back then, back then, things, would come, things wouldn't come to home video for, like, a year. Like, I remember Jurassic Park was the same thing. It came out around that same time, and it wasn't until the following fall that it came out on VHS. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember this stuff, like, how long it took for stuff to come out, but not, like... As well as maybe Berg or Ellie might have. Ellie, what? What? what are, speaking of which, what are your memories of this movie? <laughs> uh, I don't like this setup. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna just be honest. It never was a big favorite of mine. <gasps> yeah, I know. For shame. Um. Hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, how are you going to follow that up, Ellie? Please <laughs> in, enlighten us on this. I, uh, I just, it's okay. I don't think it's as great as everyone gives it the cult classic. Oh, it's great, perfect Disney movie for that type of thing. I just, uh, my my family more was towards the like Beetlejuice side of the spectrum. So you watched Beetlejuice? Oh yeah, I love Beetlejuice. Oh dang it, Ellie! You said it three times. No, I, I did not. Hey you did. Hey you there, said Bob. it the extra. <laughs> no, it's isn't it if anyone says it three times? I believe so. Yeah. 
Well, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. See, there you go. And I guess we'll do that next year, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it has an amazing cast. I don't want to take anything away from that. It, it just, it just wasn't that great of a movie. It wasn't that good of a story. It was kind of. I mean, I don't know. You know what, what I'm is saying? your problem? No, I just, it's not a fan. I'm just not a fan of it. It's okay. You're upset because Sonic makes an appearance in it, and thank you, <laughs> thank you, Berg, that is, for uh, calling that out. Because yeah. that was um, so. So I'm sitting there yesterday as as I'm watching. I I had this, had this thought running through my mind, thinking like I remember how because this is set on Halloween 1993, and I remember like thinking about what was popular then. I'm like, oh, you would have seen all sorts of like licensed Halloween costumes, and the, they're showing this town of people walking around, and they're wearing like you know. Just kind of your generic, like, oh, here's a vampire. Or it's like, you know, it's in Salem and everyone's rich. It's like, oh, here, like, there was one kid who walked by. He looked like a like a 17th century Italian merchant or something. Like, <laughs> something like a kid wouldn't dress as. And I'm like, there's not one licensed thing in here. And right, right as I think that Sonic goes walking by and I'm like, Man, oh, my God. And I don't know where I'm going to take the picture. And I just said to you and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So maybe that's why I wanted to watch this was because subconsciously I was like, Sonic's in this. No, I have no memory. Like, like I said, I had no memory of Sonic being in this. When you sent me that, I'm like, no way. And then we're watching him like, there he is. Uh, also, there's like uh, um, Mrs. Potts. It's Mrs. Potts, isn't it? From Beauty yeah. and the Beast. There, there's, yeah. there, there's a few Disney licenses. Yeah, this thing, town but- is very culturally diverse. Yes. Um, no, I mean, there, there's, there's Mrs. Potts. There's the Sonic, which I double-checked. I was like, what... When, when would this have been like this, this was at the height of sonic like yeah. mania because this was in uh 2003 which was like right in the middle of, Nin- of just 93 93 i keep saying 2000 yes. sorry i it's so <laughs> ancient now um, yes it is 27 years old yes um uh, wow and you could tell it wasn't that bad even oh. though i did say that the cat okay. and the um Okay. The effects for the cat and the effects for the dragon and dragon heart, same energy. And that yes. train that's going by, too. <laughs> know, um, right? Same energy. Um, no, I I was sitting there and I was trying to remember, because I'm like, isn't there a talking cat? Because me and Ali had this long discussion before the movie of if there was a talking cat. And then I was trying to remember if there was... Because I was getting confused of if uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch had a movie prior to the TV series or if I was thinking of Buffy. So the correct answer is Buffy had a movie before the TV series. But ironically enough, and here's a fun fact from IMDb that I didn't know, but, you know, I get to point out now. Apparently the cat, the animatronic cat would later be used in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. That was something I found out, too, when I was looking at the facts. I was like, oh, wow. Cool. Which, apparently, if you want me to just have just a a, a great time watching stuff, it's apparently tossed in a talking cat because it automatically makes me more amused yeah. every time. Because yeah. I feel like that's the only reason <laughs> I'm... Like, everything I remember from Sabrina the Teenage Witch was, oh, yeah, there's a talking cat in it, and it was snarky. I have no other stuff of the memory of that. And in the new one, The Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch or whatever... Okay, that's nowhere, anywhere near the same, though. The, the satanic, even, yeah, the like, satanic even... adventures of Sabrina? <laughs> you, you can't compare the two, but... is So, no talking cat? Yes, there is a cat in it. Does it talk? It's just not as prevalent as... Does it talk? 
I think so. I've only I don't, seen I think, I think they pulled a, I think they pulled a Mulan where it's like, oh, we don't want to have goofy things in our witchcraft show. Like, I can't, yeah, I've seen like two episodes <laughs> and then I can't watch it near the babies, so I haven't had a chance to be able to watch it like without the babies around. Anyways, here's Satan, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we don't want any weird stuff in this. <laughs> but no, I mean, I... I, I, I enjoy this. I think it's a fun movie to watch. I think the kids will enjoy it um, without Ellie around because I feel like her um, mm. despising hatred of a fun and very classically Halloween-y story would be ruined by you sitting there in the background going, Puh, huh, uh. Also, we did watch this with one of our older daughters who immediately pointed out, why don't they do this? Why don't they do this? And then the movie, they went and did that. She's like, why don't they go to the cops and talk to the cops about this? <laughs> and then they run up to that cop and talk to him, even though we do find out later it's someone in the we costume. Were, we yeah. were like, Farrah, this is 90s Disney. Come on now. <laughs> Which, I have a note for that. But then later she's like, why don't, why don't she just throw the salt in their face? And then what happens later on? Yep. She, she throws salt, salt in their face. And I'm like, there you go. And she says, but they didn't do it when they should have. And I'm like, there's no winning with you. Um, here's the one thing that kind of shocked me. This is kind of, I guess... I, I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it as, like, edgy, but this is kind of vaguely edgy for a Disney movie. There's, like, hanging. Oh, yeah. For, okay, for a 90s Disney movie, it's edgy. There's hanging. There's um, a lot of talk of virgins. Yes. Like, I, virgins and hell. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot like, of talk of that, and I'm like, really huh. just throb, uh, shove that down your throat. Yeah, and I was just like, I... Once again, I... Only remember seeing this from like on there, but I'm like, I never picked up on all this stuff. And yes, there is a lot of good adult humor and stuff like that, and everything. But um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what Eric. Do you, you got any thoughts you want to throw out real quick while I look up some very interesting uh, facts, including what a different cast could have been? <laughs> no, I I agree with you completely. Like it's 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 one of those things where I remember some of those lines, like the part where. Um, I think it was the zombies like go to hell and she's like i've been it's quite lovely thank you <laughs> um like i remember as a kid seeing that and thinking like this is a movie meant for i mean in my whatever 10 year old mind when i saw it i was like thinking like wow they said hell in a disney movie oh and like <laughs> watching it that but like but the thing is like i never even thought about the whole version thing like i didn't really have a concept of that like Oh, the only thing I think I knew the word virgin from was the Virgin Mary, which had made no, you know, whatever. I didn't do <laughs> together. But then, like, I'm watching, I'm like, they throw the word virgin around a lot in this movie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Nobody play a drinking game with that, you're going to die. Yeah, you you, um, you will die. But it's, I, I think they struck a good balance of it being, kind of like I said earlier, It's it's got a good darkness. Um, to it, but it's not so dark that you're going to, like, it's not... For ki- it's not not for kids, but it's also just dark enough that I think it kind of gives that little edge to kind of give people um, a taste for horror movies, maybe at a young age. Um, yeah. All right. So I've got I've got an interesting alternate for the main character of Max, who could have been casted. Eric, mm-hmm. I don't don't know if you saw this on IMDb or not. I probably did, but I there was so much trivia, I have already forgotten some of it. All right, Ellie, would you have been more appreciative of this movie if everyone's favorite Leonardo DiCaprio would have been Max? Oh, that's right. He he turned this down to do What's Eating Gilbert Grape, so... Uh, well, I mean, that was probably a better choice. To turn the movie down? 
to, to do what's eating Gilbert Grape. He could have won his Academy Award from his performance <laughs> in this movie. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but at the same time, what could have been? Wasn't he on... And for his role, Max the Virgin, the Academy Award goes to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um, wasn't... Okay, was... This would have been before... The show he was on was Growing Pains, right? Wasn't that like his yes. breakout role? Okay, so that... Was was that Disney associated or no? No, it was on network TV. Okay, um, I, I can't remember what channel it was on. You know what? It's not that I don't have the power of the internet this, so. in front of me, so... We uh, have the technology. So, Ellie, while I'm looking this up, can you go on more about like what exactly rubs you wrong about this movie? Was it Sarah Jessica Parker? Was it? No, what, I love her. Okay, was her it the part amazing was fantastic. cast? Fantastic. So, well, so I love Sarah Jessica Parker's cat character. That actually was kind of funny to me. Um, I don't know. I think it was just the design of the way they had some of the witches. Um, and I know I watched the little thingy of, of Bette Midler and why she Bette wanted... Bette Midler? <laughs> of why she wanted... It's a robot the, chicken thing, I'm sorry. ...the character to look the way it did because of the flesh eating and the big teeth and all that. Remember when she was... Yeah, that? yeah. Like that that, that, that um, director commentary sort of documentary thing is actually really cool. So I know. I meant, said, we yeah, should have watched it that way. I but. probably should have just watched that and I'd enjoyed it more. But um, <laughs> No, I just... I don't, I don't know. I, it just, it wasn't, it just wasn't that great. I mean, it, it was okay. It, it was just like any of the other Disney movies that had um, Bette Midler in it, which was crazy that they got her to do it. But other than that, it was just a, it's an average B family movie. Do you know what I'm trying? No, I, I'm not I, trying to be mean, but it really, there's nothing about it that is that like, holy crap, this is an amazing movie. That's that's all. It's okay. I just I don't think it has. I don't think it has to be. I don't. I mean, I don't think. It, I mean, I think in general, like not every movie has to be a holy crap. It's an amazing movie. I just think it's something that just. I think it strikes a lot of good chords. It's growing. It's, it's colorful, but also dark. Uh, it's got a good mix of action, adventure, comedy, uh, some drama. Um, you've got a talking cat, so you got zingers. Uh, yeah, adventure. exactly. And Sonic. Uh, and Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's and, it's, in. and Sonic. It was. It's got a talking cat and Sonic. Um, and and I, th- I just think it's fun, and it's and like I was saying earlier, I think it's something that appeals to boys and girls, and mm-hmm. I think it's something that appeals to both kids and adults. I just think it's a good, it's it's comfort food. I really think of it as a comfort food. And, and there's been something this year. I don't know what it is, but there's been a lot of um, hocus pocus nostalgia this year. Like there are these I was looking for, them and I could I still can't find them. But you know how they have those uh, like Pillsbury will make those kind of big break and bake cookies where it's like there's the sheet quote unquote of cookies you just break them apart and bake them yeah they made some hocus pocus ones they're like peanut butter oatmeal cookies that have chocolate chips and not m&ms in them they look really good and i want to have them and i can't find them anywhere um but like that uh, a friend of mine on instagram she likes doing like makeup stuff and she got up early to pre-order the hocus pocus branded like some some makeup company did like a, a hocus pocus high end and it's like colors inspired by the the three witches with their red and green and purple colors and there was there's something else i saw but i was like there's a lot of hocus pocus stuff i feel like coming this year way more than than other years and it's not even like an a big anniversary for it or anything like no it's, it's coming it's the 27th year yeah we're coming up on a 30th anniversary which i mean they might do something for that which 
Ellie will, I'm sure, be... That's still three years out. P- ...protesting at. No, I don't think you're <laughs> understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying that the amount of hype that it gets... I just, I just don't think it's that. There's I, plenty of other family movies that have the same stuff in it. That is just as. Uh, do you see what I'm trying to say? I think no. You I, get, I get exactly what you, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying, but I'm I'm saying that for whatever. I'm just saying that it's striking the right chords with a lot of people. I get exactly what you're saying, and I'm saying this is why I think it's striking all those right chords with people. All right, I'm saying that she is being jaded. Because it's a cult classic movie, and she's jaded because it's taking focus away from her favorite cult classic TV and movie, Firefly. It has nothing to do with Firefly. Doesn't it, though, Alex? The reference I've ever heard. What is wrong with you? Doesn't it, Ellie? No. <laughs> Don't pull a muscle making that strip. I know. I'm like, um, okay. I was like, where's he going with this? So, uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say like Erie, Indiana. Or I, I, like just, I just don't even. I was like, at least it's like somewhat related. <laughs> You're just a fan of Halloween Town. So I am actually. Really? So if if I, I I'm all I'm saying is for me personally, it would not be my go to family Halloween movie. I'd watch oh, Beetlejuice. I'd watch Nightmare Beetlejuice. Before Christmas. Oh, by the way, just as a quick announcement. <laughs> because you can watch that for so many holidays. <laughs> Especially Thanksgiving. This year's Thanksgiving episode will be us watching Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> That's I'm, not a joke. We're going to do it. Because one, okay. I love that. I'm okay I with love that, that concept. Of it. Is, is it a Halloween or a Christmas movie? It's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we watch it for both. I watch it for Halloween and Christmas. But if we watch on Thanksgiving, it's the perfect transition movie. You transition from the time of <laughs> Halloween into the time of Christmas. I am taking content away from that. Also, I will make this shocking announcement here and now. I have never seen A Nightmare Before Christmas from beginning to end. I've seen chunks of it, but I've never seen it from beginning to end. That's disgusting. Why don't you go ahead and say why? I have no reason. Save it for the episode. Yeah, I do think you have. No, I thought you said before that you just weren't a big... Oh, sure. Right. I just processed what Eric said. We can save it for the episode. Okay, you'll you'll talk to me afterwards because I think you're thinking of a different thing. I hate Corpse Bride because Um, I just hate Corpse Bride. It's a different thing. um, Another thing I like, I like how distinct they made the three witches. Yes. That's something I wanted to bring up was it would be easy to have, because Bette Midler is I mean, well, I mean, I was getting ready to say Bette Midler is, I mean, she's the, she's the, the, the oldest, the oldest witch. She's like the head witch. She's like the Mo of the three stooges of the witches. <laughs> I don't know why I just made that comparison. And it's but perfect. I love how distinct they made, like, they could have easily made her, like, the only witch and made the other two just her flunkies. The crab and goyle, if you will. Yeah. But I uh. love how, like, of course she's, like, the big witch. You know, she's got the big distinct teeth, but she's, like, she's very flamboyant. She's over dramatic, like when she thought she was gonna die because he turned the <laughs> headlights on, and she thought that. Uh, or no, when she it was never right. It was before. It was when the uh, the water. They didn't know where the book was, and she was like, "Oh, put my feet up!" Like she's over dramatic, and that's her. That's her characterization. But then you've got Kathy the Jimmy, voice of Peggy Hill. Um, I did not know that till yeah, Ellie was watching yes. something, yeah, his mind was <laughs> and my mind blew out yep. the side of my head. I was like, "What?" And, I just she's, from and she's like, she's like the brutish one, and she's got like the power to smell children, and the way she's like always snarling and stuff like that. She's almost animalistic. It said and, that she was supposed to be like the 
dog of the group, sort of. Like, yeah, that was some power. She acted she had. like a yeah. like she acted like a dog. Absolutely. Um, and then Sarah Jessica Parker's character was that she's ditzy, but also like incredibly dangerous. She reminds me of like a, a mix of Harley Quinn and Bellatrix Lestrange. If you put those I two like characters that. together, then that would be. And I think the witch's name was Sarah too. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so Sarah played Sarah, and then Winifred what, is Kathy and Jimmy's character Mary. Uh, it's Winifred, I think. I thought that was Sarah, uh, Bette Midler's character. That way, I don't have this pulled up right. I can't remember. Winifred is Bette Midler. Mary is Catherine and Jenny. Okay, so it is Mary. It is yes. Mary. Um, so, so and I think then, the three and the, and the three of them played off of each other very well. Like I thought they balanced each other out, and all of their interactions with each other were always pretty funny. So. Um, I do, I do appreciate that they could have very, like I said, they could have very easily had that Miller be the main witch, had the other two be just these her two flunkies, which they were, but just there in the background to do her bidding. But they all had their their personalities, and I think I think they each had time to shine through uh, in the movie, which I loved. So my thing with this that that blew my mind was, um, I was on a, well, one, I mean, a lot of these people went on to do some great stuff afterwards and did before, but I mean. Bet Bet Midler's Bet Midler, right? Uh, sure. As we said, C- Catherine and Jenny had um, sister act. She had the voice Peggy Hill. She's done a lot of other stuff. Uh, she's also in the Descendants, which is some Disney Channel original thing that Ellie, I'm hoping, will pick up as I'm saying this to explain it better. Oh yeah, I love the. I will well, see. I love. I will. Well, what yeah, what is it? It's just a cheesy like musical version of the supervillains of the Disney franchises all get um, banished to this island, basically. And um, there's three of them, but the first movie is about the prince of Belle and Beast. That Well, the son, he, the prince of them. Um, he has decided that he is going to allow four kids from the island to to have a fresh start and see if they can start kind of incorporating people back over there and she is the um the one of the she's the evil queen so she's snow white yes yeah yeah so it's got it's ton of disney people and she's awesome in that role i love her but uh then we also have sarah jessica parker went on which who went on to do sex and the city or is it sex in I was the city? Say, okay, which one's which? I, I can never. Right. Is it sex in the city or sex in the city? It's sex and the city. Okay, because I was I was about to say that, that's a that's a big Mandela thing of people remembering it as sex yep. in the city, but it's sex and the city. <laughs> uh, she went on to do that, a ton of other stuff. Why is there a listing under her as pre-production for Hocus Pocus two? Oh yeah, that was something I was going to bring up. Apparently, okay, okay, I... put put a pin, put a pin, put a pin. All right. Put a pin in that. Because I, I just looked over when I p- brought up her stuff, and I'm like, wait, what is that? Um, But also, there there is somebody else who had... I mean, all these people did go on to have interesting careers, but there's another person who went on to do some amazing stuff. He was in Pan's Labyrinth, uh, The Shape of Water, Hellboy. Am I ringing a bell with, with you yet, Berg? Of who this could be? No. All right. You you are. Is everyone ready for the reveal? I was like, I can't say anything. You you can't because you you're the one that pointed this out to me. Yep. And I was like, oh. yes. 
So, the reveal is Billy... I'm not... I almost said Billy Butcher. Um, Aww. You just, <laughs> you just love him, don't you? I Okay, the, the, the most recent season of The Boys is over. It, it had a very interesting... Yeah, but we are not William talking about it yet. But William Billy Butcher Sin, so close, is played by Doug Jones. Who Eric, I'm sure, is sitting there still trying to figure out who that is. He is the guy that does a lot of the like monster costumes. So he was Abe Sapien in Hellboy. Uh, he was um, in Shape of Water. He was the um, okay the That's fish cool. creature. Yeah. And then in Pan's Labyrinth, he was some kind of weird thing with a ton of makeup on him. And in this, he was a zombie with a ton of makeup on him. So I I never knew that. And then when I would point it out, I was like, my mind was literally nice. blown apart. Again, he's a real moss when he when he opened his mouth and spit the mobs out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, okay, this this movie's fun. I I enjoy it. I think it's a great movie. It's something that I think is fun for I mean, kids to watch. So I mean, I okay, I I I would be down for in in another three years for them to do a sequel to this, which I think is what Eric's going to allude to now with Hocus Pocus two. Yeah, no, apparently it, it's. Like you said, it, it said pre-production. Apparently, it's very much early on in pre-production. But Bette Midler, in an interview, I think from gosh, I think this might have even been a couple of years ago, was saying that like she had been approached, or it was like things were in early, early, early stages. But uh, it sounds like, and she didn't know how much of the cast, but she said like at least at the very least, I'm coming back. Um, she's like, I, I talked to others. I know everyone is. Um, I know everyone had a fun time and love to do a sequel because i mean it's been at this point we're we're approaching 30 years we yeah. probably it's probably been brought up more than once over the years and then put off for various reasons but um yeah absolutely i i i saw this was happening so i don't i don't think it's going to be coming anytime soon like it's not going to be like oh next summer kind of thing i mean i could be wrong but i it seems like the there things are in motion for a for a sequel maybe they'll so delay I, it I, for the 30th anniversary Exactly. I, it would be at this point. I feel like it would be a good a good way to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Um, and, and I think there's a lot they could they could do with it. I mean, at this point, the two like the two teens who were the or the two teens from the movie would be adults, and assuming they got married, um, you know, could have kids of their own who are virgins and will light the black candle, <laughs> the other black candle that we didn't know about. Um, and of course, there'd be jokes about them with cell phones and the internet and stuff like that. But uh, oh God. Um, no, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of potential they could do um, with that. Even if they just brought the three witches back and it was a, somehow different, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I okay. Here, here's my thing. Eric has kept saying it, and I I want to 100 agree with him and also poo poo on Ellie some more with this. Um, I think <laughs> they legitimately, at least the the main three actresses, had a ball doing this. Because it, it, it just seemed like they had so much fun. Like, they, I, I know Bette, Bette Midler's apparently dressed up as uh, the Sanderson sister again for, like, different, like, um, yeah, events and stuff. Has. So, so I, I know she, she, she loved the role and really enjoyed it. And as it said in the thing we were watching, she was very much into designing and, and doing the character and everything. I think that's why she agreed to doing it. Because she, as we said earlier, she's a big name. So, it was kind of weird to get her in this very obscure like i mean and 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 then that's that's the other thing this is a movie that i think is around but it's not something people who love it love it people who are indifferent to it like ellie are completely indifferent to it 
Right. And it was one of those when it came out, too. And I think probably because of releasing a Halloween movie in July, (laughs) it didn't it didn't do that great. I mean, 93 had like a ton of big movies. I mean, that was the year Jurassic Park came out, for goodness sakes. Like it was dominating the box office. So it probably got lost in the mix. But it was one of those where it did. I mean, it really got its cult following when it came out on home video. And I think that's how a lot of people have seen it now. Because, I mean, I know people have talked about their like friends of mine have talked about their kids love it. And obviously this is, you know, well before they were born. So um, I think that's where it's really gotten its its hype over the years. And now with it being a Disney movie and there being Disney Plus, I think this this is the first Halloween that Disney Plus has been around. So I think that's a really big uh, point to its popularity. It has this new wider audience and so many people have have access to it now. I I'm definitely I'm d- I'm definitely down with that and everything. Like, like I said, I I I'm excited if they do something more with this. I mean, is this the greatest movie of all time? No. Is it a fun movie to watch? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, is it the best Halloween movie? Mm, no. Debatable. Um. Debatable. Debatable. Come on. Okay. See, I'm with I'm I'm leaning towards Eric. I'm just gonna push you off to like an island. I agree with Eric. It is a fun Halloween movie. It's cute, but debatable of the best Halloween movie ever. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Come on. I I know you're sitting there because there's another movie that came out in 93. (laughs) And maybe that's why this was pushed to summer, actually. I I read that in the trivia. That's why it was pushed. Okay. I I was just because I know, even though... Like I said my my knowledge on that weird movie that we will discuss in on Thanksgiving um, that that came out also in ninety three ninety three was a big year for movies um yeah. it was moving, a very big year for movies yeah, moving on that's probably why is because they didn't want to cannibalize their own things they pushed this off so I don't know but once again why would they release a Christmas movie around Halloween hmm anyways we'll discuss all that <laughs> in a month um. I don't know. Does anyone got anything else to say before we move on to the spooky movie, the scary movie? For, for you to watch no, after it was, it was fun. It was fun discussing it, and it was fun watching it again. I'm glad I got. I got. I'm glad this gave me the chance to watch it again. Uh, had a good time. See, if nothing else, we got to enjoy watching it again. And well, I, I really want to watch the. Like I said, I really did enjoy watching that the director's cut because it really was interesting to hear about all the different stuff. Yeah, I want to watch that now. Thanks for letting me know about that because that sounds really. I was like, it's, I just really cool. to go back and watch it yet yeah. again. Like, I, I, I love commentaries and uh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it was so cool that's, that's because, like, even with, um, like, when they were doing the spell to turn him into a cat, they, they, you know how, like, you've seen specials where, like, they'll have the words across the screen so that you can yeah. sing along. They, they did the one yeah. where it was like, um, say the spell along, so they had the words at the bottom, so you could say the spell with the witches, and it's, it's very cute. So. That's pretty cool. Uh, it yeah. also memed a few things, like oh, it, yeah. it had it had our favorite line coming up, and it was her opening the window and goes, "Oh, what a beautiful morning thing," and 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 it had it in like meme text where it was above and below and everything. So, right. so yeah, I, I guess the I guess somebody with the youths was able to get on this and do it and everything. <laughs> I appreciate. I thought it was cool. But a lot of the interviews and stuff are from the original, yeah. Like, like it, like the the trivia and stuff is newer. But a lot of the stuff is from the like, like the interviews and stuff is from the original, like production. So that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so, so you get a mixture of 
where the movies come from till now and then where it originally started. So it's got that nice mixture of, like I said, there's, there's meme stuff in there, but there's also, of course, the original stuff of them making it. So on that note, we are going to now pivot over to Cabin in the Woods. One of my... Fa- okay, here's the thing with this movie. I feel this movie, and this is just me saying it, this is not a movie for people who have not watched horror movies. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Absolutely not. Yes. They, they would not get it. <laughs> yes. This movie is the ultimate movie for people who've watched horror movies. Mm-hmm. Few in particular stick out mainly, and I know Ellie's going to get mad that I'm going to say this, Evil Dead. The greatest horror movie. Oh, my God. Evil, Evil Dead 2, technically. <laughs> I don't mind Evil Dead, but I don't think it's the greatest. But mm, Bold statement, Ellie. Bold statement. Are, are you saying Bruce Campbell isn't the most amazing actor of our time and our generation? I do love Bruce Campbell. He is amazing. <laughs> yes. So yes. what is your problem with the movie, then? It is... I, uh, I don't know. I just don't think it was that... It's okay. Wow, Ellie... I think instead of being a fan no, of the... No, I think that you of, and I of, just don't have very similar tastes when it comes to movie types. Horror movies, yes. No, I, I think instead of being a fan of the character A-Train from The Boys, you're just getting your own character <laughs> of A-Train on these movies we pick. Oh, God. Or actually on... on, on um. Can I, okay, before we dive into the movie Cabin in the Woods, which is very amazing, but... Once again, I want to say, because you, you like to take what I'm saying and make it worse than what it is. <laughs> and then you're just going to make it worse than what no, I said. No, I'm not. I'm just saying so that I can speak for myself. Once again, Hocus Pocus, it's an okay movie. It's fun. I can see why people like it. It's just not personally one of my favorites. Thank you. And now we can move on. So where would you put um, Cabin in the Woods, Ellie? Out of what? That's the very like favorite vague... movies. Favorite movies. I can't it... put it in favorite movies of, of every type of movie. I do very, very much like it for horror movies, though. I agree. Yes. Eric, what, what about you? Where, where does this rank for you? Same. In, in terms of horror movies, like I would put it probably in... I, I might even say it's my favorite just because... I, so I love horror movies, but I feel like, especially in the past like 15, 20 years, I feel like they've just become like, let's make them as dumb and gory and bloody yes. and stupid as possible. Yep. And I feel like I don't like, mo- I like I like uh, horror movies from like before the year 2000. I feel like after 2000, most of them are just kind of, uh, but this this is just so, it, in fact, I almost I almost have a hard time saying it's a horror movie because to me, it's almost like a, just a super, super dark black comedy. That takes place that deconstructs horror movies as opposed to an actual horror movie but yeah no it is but it is a horror movie as well i'm i'm and i would i'm with you on that actually i mean it's it is a horror movie by definition but i think it is really a deconstruction of like the genre because technically it is as the movie kind of points out it is every horror movie technically like every horror movie could technically be this movie because of the way in my head in my head canon having watched basically watched the two movies back to back Focus, focus takes place in the. It does, and I universe. actually, I actually have a note on that because um, when we get to the whiteboard discussion, yep. they're the sexy witches. I, know, I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> they're the sexy witches. Yep. So um, even though Ellie cheated and watched something that explained which one each of those things were, so she probably has forgotten half of them. But when we get to it, we'll discuss it. Um, no, this th- this was a movie I. 
I, I had somebody tell me, because I, I saw it kind of come out, and I was like, oh, it's, it's whatever. Because this movie had, like, a weird... Um, it took yeah. forever to come out. It's not New Mutants level of taking forever to come out, but um, <laughs> it's weird because this movie was filmed prior to Chris Hemsworth's Thor role, so that's why he looks kind of scrawny. Mm. By comparison to him meaning in Thor, because the movie was filmed prior to Thor, but was released after... After he did Thor. So there's like... it was like three years it sat in limbo or whatever. Yeah, so it's this weird thing because it was before he really like... I mean, he had been big in Australia, if I remember correctly, with his his, um, acting and stuff. He also was technically Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek, but he was Captain Kirk as in Captain Kirk's dad. Yes, that that guy at the beginning. Yeah, not, not a lot of people realize that, that that's actually Chris Hemsworth. One of his first big roles on screen in the U.S. and everything. Then he had this. Then Thor happened. And now he's being Chris Hemsworth doing Chris Hemsworth stuff. I think he's supposed to be playing um, what Hulk, um, Hulk Hogan, apparently in a biopic or something. Really? Allegedly. Oh. That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay, I was saying that off of just like me just spitballing memory wise, but Eric has backed me up, so. No, I'm, and, I'm and, pretty and sure. I'm, it was, I'm pretty sure it was him who's, who's doing it. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Untitled Hulk Hogan biopic okay. or Terry, whatever his last name is. So, so yes. Um. So yeah. So so you get to look forward to that with him. But this 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 was pre filmed in pre, but really, I I I I think they, they did a good job of. I know it did take some years, but them releasing it at like the. Everyone getting on board for him and everything, and Josh Whedon when Whedon was having his comeback, even though now before he <laughs> bombed again, before the downfall. Yeah, I, it's sad because it's like I I know he wrote this, and I know he produced it, and I know he's done a lot of great stuff. And Age of Ultron was wasn't the worst thing in the world. I'm gonna say it. I, they 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 could have they wasted a good. It's the villain. worst Avengers movie by far. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not the worst Marvel movie. Of the Avengers movies, of the it's not the worst Marvel movie, but it is the worst Avengers movie. And they also burned a very good villain that they could have kept around. But is that Josh Whedon's fault? Debatable. Also, we can't have a discussion about the other thing he worked on, Justice League, because only two out of the three of us have seen it, and we are continuing the experiment of. Only having one of us watch the Snyder Cut. Thank you, Berg, for your are sacrifice. You? <laughs> are you are you saying Josh or Joss? I might accidentally. Why is it always pointing <laughs> out that I can't speak? I think I accidentally it's slipped. It's Joss. Well, I couldn't tell because at first I thought it was my headphones. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's just kind of distortion. But I was like, I think it's saying Josh. You, you know I don't what? Want the viewers to get too mad. So you know what? Riku will immediately point out when I said so. <laughs> Mr. Whedon is how I will refer to him from now on to avoid this 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 hullabaloo. Um, Ellie, did the, was this one that we watched together for the first time? I think we did. I we have to yeah. have because of the time framing. It had to have been. I mean, I love you know I love him. Yes, he's he's because of as certain, pointed out earlier, certain um things he's done. But I can also, you name some of them? Really? Yes. Okay. Um, well, of course, Firefly and Serenity. Is this secretly a Whedon episode that we were unaware of? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
He's done some amazing comic book work, like writing for actual graphic novels, not for movies or TV mm. shows. Uh, I love the, and I can never remember the musical he did with um, Neil Patrick Harris and Oh, Doctor Horrible. Yes, Doctor Horrible sing along club. Yes, love that. It's amazing. Um, uh, you know, much to do about nothing was awesome. Oh yes, I forgot he did that. Yes, I do love. That. I know he did. He did it in between the two Avengers movies. It was really good. It was a nice little. Uh, it was a fun little thing. I enjoyed it. The er arc. I, I love it at the end of. Um. <laughs> his his company. Yes. Um. Uh, for like um Buffy and uh, Angel and just so I love him, but I do recognize he has had some stuff in the. <laughs> more few like closer to now time that has not been as well received but this movie i is just uh, it's amazing to me i love it um so i just saw okay one i you you forgot to mention um toy story screenplay by him you didn't know that oh did oh did you not know i'm not a big toy story fan well uh, I know your favorite alien movie is Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I, I'm getting a death stare. But um, he also apparently did the screenplay uh, for Titan AE. Okay, now see, that I am definitely on board with. And the story for um, Atlantis the Lost Empire, which I think is a supremely underrated Disney movie. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. That I feel like that is a severely underrated Disney movie, and I think pe more people should talk about it. But... That's not what we're going to talk and about today. that is the first one, right? Not the sequel? Yeah, that, that's that's okay. the first one. Because the sequel was poo-poo. Oh, it's it's bad. But the I first do, one's I good. do like the first one. Yes. Titan AE Titan AE, and and Atlantis. I did actually like both of those. Yes. So, so with that out of the way, we can talk about this movie, which... I mean, do we want to go over the plot for a split second? Because it's... I would, because if you haven't watched it... Well, no, I, th I think the plot's interesting, too. And yeah, also, but, if you haven't yeah. watched it, what are you doing with your life? Well, Go that, watch it. That's true. But, yes, please do a, a breakdown overview of the plot. So, the thing that got me with this movie is it doesn't start with the group. It starts in, like, a facility thing where it's just two guys talking, basically. And it threw me off because I'm like, what is this movie about? And then as the movie goes on, it's revealed that, you know, of course, everything going on is set up for the... Like a sacrifice to the to the ancient ones, which Ellie has a very good video she watched at a good point about who the ancient ones are. But it sets up. There's five friends go on a trip to a remote cabin out in the middle of the woods, which this which is very typical story. Yes, and, and yes. Then you got yeah, the, very stereotypical. Yeah. Yes, you 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 got, you got the couple. You got the nice smart guy. You got the um, shaggy. Yeah, you got <laughs> shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> And then you've got the the innocent girl who's going along with them. <gasps> the virgin. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, ironically, I did not think that uh, virgins would come up in both. I know mediums, what? but um, it did. So, but that so you is got, a very common horror. It it is it thing, is, and so, that's like yes. I said, as we'll point out later, it's it's really pointed out heavily in the movie and everything. But the thing I don't get is this: why are they driving a RV? Up to go camping at a cabin. Did, did that rub to anyone me, else like, the wrong way? No, I just I feel like it's the kind. Of, I mean, 
like now that I think about okay, now that I think about it, you're right. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe they were just like, hey, let's take this vehicle to make it extra, like really knock home the we're going to be in the middle of nowhere ish ishness of it. I mean, I, I don't know, Ellie. Did, did that rub you the wrong way, or were you not thinking about it that much when it came to that? No, I don't. I didn't. Yes, it, I didn't dive into it that much. It's just it's the group of friends. It seems more plausible for them to drive that than to drive a minivan. They'd have to have a vehicle yeah. big enough for them all to fit in, so that would seem... And take all their stuff. Yeah. Okay, why couldn't they have the stoner guy be the one driving who had the, like, of course, like, retrofitted... Yes. You are... Yes. We've got so much to talk about with this movie, you're fixating on this. <laughs> I, I know, this is what he does. Yes. This we is... spent more time talking about freaking Firefly than we have this movie. <laughs> and I'd like to point out that was not my fault. I just mentioned true. briefly the name of the show and then he kept going on about it. I can't stop. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. It just was one of those moments where I was like, Okay, why are they taking a, an RV up to go camping at a cabin? Like, wouldn't you just take, like, a... Like, why couldn't they have the shaggy guy... Why couldn't they have just had him a, like, mystery van mock-up? Like, something that that was obviously the mystery van. And where the hell was the dog at? Oh, oh, we're not talking about Scooby-Doo. I'm sorry. No, no, no. The, 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 the werewolf was later in the movie. Oh, true. So that counts. Um, true. But no, the, apparently this, this whole thing is a setup. They actually for, had dogs too, angry dogs. Really? That that was one of the things. Yeah, that was one of the, the oh, monsters. Yeah. Yep. It's the angry Interesting. dogs. Um, all right. So the whole setup is they they go to this cabin, and they they run into this guy who's like the, the quintessential like you shouldn't go there. It it's called don't go there mountain. Oh, don't God, go don't, there. Don't do the impression. I can't I can't do an impression of him and everything. <laughs> okay. That, but no, it's 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 the guy in every horror movie that basically is either one the person who's working with the people who's trying to kill him to try to get them there, or two the person who warns them. Yeah, you know you're going to don't go there. Point. It's called that for a reason. Don't go there. Oh, we're gonna still go mm-hmm. there. All right. But I, the I, harbinger. yeah, I, I, I love his character's turn when, when he calls in and he's like this prophet guy, and then it's okay. just okay. an I'm act. Gonna stop, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right now. I'm gonna rein you in. No, you're just doing a generic synopsis of the movie. You're not breaking into the, all the little different points. We will discuss that. You're supposed to just be doing a just a. Well, I've, I've set us up. We we are at the point it. now. <laughs> we have made it to that point. <laughs> Of where we can discuss everything that happens now. But 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 what's the whole point of this movie? That's what I'm saying. We're for the people listening that may not have seen it. We're supposed to just do an overview. We're not getting into details yet. We're supposed to just do an overview. Five people go out into the woods to go camping. And there's a mysterious organization that's doing something behind the scenes. Okay, there we go. There we go. And they, and they have an intern. Oh, okay. That's actually important <laughs> later. Thank you. So, do you, okay? Do you, do you want to go on with with what what the setup is after that then? Of of how they like okay, I guess we're about to get to the whiteboard, right? We can get to the whiteboard. We yes. we can do the whiteboard. All right. So every like the thing that's pointed out in this, and this is something I did skip a little bit, is that every is that every country or every area in the world has to do a sacrifice. Because I know Japan has yeah. one, and it's basic. Because I know Eric will probably have noticed this. There is a kaiju reference in one of them. It shows yes. like a giant yeah. creature on the ground and everything. 
Mm-hmm. But um, every place, I don't know if it's every country or every area has to do it, but I know Japan's one of them, and they have a flawless record of killing, I guess, school children. <laughs> and that one is obviously an homage to the ring, right? Yes. Yeah. And then there's, like, different other countries. One of them shows, like, a dead, like, monster on the ground that looks kind of like a cross between uh, Big Ape, but it has horns on it, I think, for what you briefly yeah. see it. So that's, so that's that. But then for the Americans, for us in the movie, there's a whiteboard, and in the basement there's a ton... Like, they, they of course, go to the basement and everything. And there's a ton of different artifacts, and they choose what's going to kill them. And there's a whiteboard, of course, that they have at the home base for this thing, to where they take bets on who's going to win and who's going to, you know. Which is amazing. Yeah. So my question is this. From the whiteboard, now, now does everyone want me to list off all the different things that are on there? First, sure, or, let's do okay, it. Okay. So we've got, or Ellie, do you want to do it? All right, I got it. Uh, werewolves, alien beasts, mutants, wraiths, zombies, reptile, rep, rep, reptilians, clowns, witches, sexy witches, demons, hell lord, angry monster trees, which is a reference to right. Evil Dead, giant snakes, um, deadites, which is another. I don't think it was angry. I think it was like, I thought it was like. Um, oh, angry molesting tree. Yes, molesting. Okay. I thought it was something like that. <laughs> Sorry, like like the picture I have is like kind of blurry because of how they had to take it, but yeah. it's still got all of them written. Uh, Deadites, which is another reference to Evil Dead. Uh, Kevin, Mummy, The Bride, The Scarecrow Folk, Snowman, Dragon Bat, Vampires, Dismemberment, Goblins, Sugar Plum Fairies, Merman, The Reanimated, Unicorn, The Horn, I think. I, sorry, that one's hard to read. Uh, Sasquatch, Wendigo, and Yeti. So is, is it all three or is it just one? Or is there three different ones but I, it technically I counts as the were, same? Yeah, they're just saying depending on where you are. Like, depending on where you're from in the world, it's okay. called different things. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into that, but they are completely yeah. different things I, when I know, it comes to... I know, but I'm saying as far as this movie is concerned, I think that's... They lump them together as, like, just one thing. Yeah. Uh, dolls, the doctors, uh, zombie redneck torture family. That's... I love that. Jack Lantern. what we got. <laughs> giants... And twins. So each department technically betted on each of these. And the one that did win was the redneck zombie torture family. Which they picked up the journal that was the key to that one. And apparently, once again, Ellie was watching an interesting video. I don't know why she's not talking about this. So go ahead, Ellie. What was the video discussing? Oh, uh, so the video was discussing basically um, like where some of these come from like they were kind of listing off uh what the inspirations were behind some of them and where they and th they didn't say that it was definitely this or this they just said this is what they thought it was from well we all know the sexy witches is referring to hocus pocus right, so. of right. Course. which i do yes. want to now see a horror movie where it's them being them but it's still like everyone's getting brutally murdered by them <laughs> yes ellie's shaking her head um so what was everyone's favorite from this 
this this this whiteboard. Who would you have bet on? That's I love Kevin just because the name it. Kevin just because funny. it's the name Kevin, and uh, it's like what is what does that mean? Um, I I saw some stuff saying that it was like they, they were like oh it could be a reference to Elijah Wood's character also named Kevin from oh. um, from uh, Sin City. I was yeah, thinking Kevin so McAllister. Kevin? That wasn't Elijah Wood though. No, I know. I I was thinking that the Kevin because I picked Kevin too as my favorite, but I was thinking it's Kevin McAllister and it's just some kid net cabin using a ton of like booby traps to kill him <laughs> which would have been amazing um i because I, I think the other thing i saw was it was like it was actually intended to be more just like he was a normal guy who seemed like super happy-go-lucky and nice and then just brutally <laughs> right killed everyone uh, but i would say okay we're just talking about the whiteboard right now so i, yeah. I like kevin because it was so vague and there's so many uh possibilities of what that could be but you when you see everything up there like redneck torture zombie family and the molesting, the angry molesting crew. When you see stuff like that, and you see Kevin in there, it's like, all right, that's it's like on The Simpsons when when the mafia and the yakuza are fighting in this little short. Yeah, one. he's like, you know, the short guy's gonna do something great. It's like just like that. I I, I went with Kevin too because I was like, it's it's so funny, and also according to the stuff I watched, you never see who that is. Like when everything right. gets out, that we know never, of. Yeah, you they, they there is no direct correlation of who Kevin is. Ellie, who was your pick for the whiteboard? Okay, so I have to say, and I can't believe you guys aren't saying this. I I couldn't pick one. How can you pick one? It's like, Kevin. You can't. That, you can't really pick one. No, it's not. I mean, that is funny. The whole because they're all amazing. Thing. Yes. So I have to say a couple because I'm sorry, and you guys are more than welcome to say a couple too. But I, I couldn't just pick one. So first off, unicorn, amazing. I mean, unicorn, amazing. <laughs> yes. I just, you know, when you think of unicorns and they're so graceful and majestic and beautiful, and then he's like just skewering someone in the stomach with the horn. I just, I'm dying. So well, that's also kind of opposite of the whole unicorn mythology of they're supposed to like come to the aid of maidens or um they have healing powers yes and, yeah in, in their right tears. now it's like brutally murdering yes so i just horn. i love that i thought that was really funny i have to of course um make a nod to the off the whiteboard which was the reaver from firefly yeah. um and then i think i a, a top three would be the um the sugar plum fairy. <laughs> Once yeah. again, I just, just, it's just cute. It's funny to me. I love it. Oh, also, oh. anyone who's a oh, fan of um, Left for Dead. Oh yeah. Apparently, yes. the, uh, apparently, a lot of those are kind of in the background. Yeah, of there too. But there was supposed to be a tie-in with Left for Dead, but then when MGM went under, yeah. they ended up having to cancel that. But there was supposed to be. That's why those characters were there. There was going to be one where you had to like go through the cabin and go through the the facility. Which would have been awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's funny that they have witches and sexy witches. And this sexy is even, witches. They, and this is pointed out in the in the movie that the one person's sex. They're like, but I bet it on zombies. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. This is redneck torture families. <laughs> it's completely, two completely different things. It's like the difference between an elephant and an elephant walrus. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and I, I love that joke. And also the one guy obsessed with the merman. Oh, yeah, yes. I that I I thought that was going to be cheating if I picked that because that's such a great joke that it's a running gag throughout the movie and then 
the fact that it pays off and, and it's sort of in the ironic deaths department, I think is hilarious. Like that was great when you just see that thing coming. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. Yes. And then, you, then when you realize what it is, when you see the blood coming out of his blowhole, I, so I saw this at the movies and that moment, like I remember the audience just lost it. Like everyone was cracking up when that part happened. So this movie um, definitely had classic yeah. weed and jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Like just the yeah. weed and humor is just strong in this movie well i mean i know that we could go over like each of these and what their obvious reference to i mean the the angry molesting trees obviously evil dead referencing um wherever it is the oh where is it sorry i'm trying to find it on the list now the um is it the reanimate that the 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 thing holding the oh hell hell lord the the thing holding the like sphere instead of the box it's a hellraiser he was the coolest design thing with the saw blades through his head but that was really cool but it looked like here's the weird thing about it it looked like the blades were coming out from his body instead of like they had been shoved in like i don't know it's just me i just it just looked like they were like some somehow coming out of his face instead of like they had been shoved in through torture which i i thought was a really really cool design and everything yeah um it was very cool i I like. I mean, obviously, Deadites are a reference to Evil Dead as well. Um, Kevin, for all we know, could be a reference to Evil Dead. Prove me wrong. Uh, we <laughs> did get to see the wraiths, the zombies. I don't think... Oh, the giant snake was really cool. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, I want to see the other versions of these where they get chased by other stuff. Right, because that's that's the thing I got. you think about once, you, once you've seen this once, you kind of think about how different the movie would have been had just a second longer because Chris Hemsworth, like he had a little spear thing and they would have had to deal with that guy as yeah. opposed to the zombie rednecks. Um, and then there was like the ballerina the, in the, um, yeah. in the jewelry box. And it would have had to been the creepy sawtoothed uh, ballerina instead. So, and that's the cool thing is like, it seems like this has happened there before mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, who knows it was going to be something else that has gone on at that cabin before. It was another monster. I mean, they're at a lake. It could have been the merman. It could have been, uh, I mean, any number of things could have happened in that location. So, Wait. and it just shows how a generic, a cabin in the woods is as a horror movie setting because of all those things that could have feasibly and made Horror movies, which don't make, you know, it doesn't make sense. But how all those things they had listed could make sense in that location. Which, um, I mean, I keep completely forgot where I was going to go with it. Oh, uh, one of them was holding the shell that was supposed to summon the merman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because cause he, because the one, um, uh, I cannot remember the, the guy's name. But um, he, he was like, but he, he, he was holding it and he was right there. And he's like, I know, I know, man. <laughs> and everything but no they, they they summon these uh zombie torture family thing and then of course the first one that has to die is the is the slut <laughs> and everything so her and chris hemsworth run off into the woods and i and i thought that was great how they like up the pheromones and did all this stuff to yeah. to please the gods especially yeah. or, or, the, or the ancient ones especially since uh ellie do you, do you want to pull the band-aid off now of of who the the thing you watched said the ancient ones were because I think it, it makes perfect sense. Actually, Eric, who do you think the ancient ones are? Well, it's didn't it say it was like um, Cronus. I don't know if it directly said in the movie, but the theory I saw where it said it was. I saw where it was like directly. It said that it was Cronus, like it was confirmed. Okay, 
Well, I was about to he say... He was one of them, but I could be wrong. I mean, then then ancient old gods... Well, I know it said that they were old gods that like were around the world and stuff, which Kronos would technically be an ancient deity of sorts, an ancient titan from um, Greek mythology. But, Ellie, do you want do you want to wait or do you want to... Because I, I kind of subscribe to Ellie's theory. I want to hear she, this theory. I'm excited. That, that she found. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that I found. It wasn't... Yeah. But, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm on board with it. I, I like um, it. So they were saying that the ancient ones are us. Like the people watching people. it. The people watching huh. over the years, they're the ancient ones. And if certain boxes do not get checked, then, you know, they they scream and complain and riot. Leave the movie. And... Yeah, and <laughs> until characters are brought back in the fifth sequel or this and that. So I thought that was a very interesting point. To kind that of is an amazing it. theory, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, because it makes sense. I mean... Of course, they, they made the whole comment of, you know, oh, you when when the when Chris Hemsworth and the one chick are like doing stuff, it's like, oh, you've got you've 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 got to show the boobs and stuff like that because it, it, right. it pleases the the ancient. And I'm like, you know what? In in that reference and everything, yes, it makes sense and whatnot. But of course, um, she gets her head cut off by the torture family. Chris Hemsworth somehow gets out of there alive. It's not shown, which is, of course, another classic horror movie trope of, like, how did did they they survive? Yeah, how did they survive? (laughs) But we get another one of those when it's the stoner guy. Yeah, like, he had a knife in his back, and then all of a sudden it's like he's just there and, like, walking around fine. It's like, wow, that totally missed every major (laughs) organ and your spinal cord and veins and arteries. Yep. And you're able to walk around. Yeah, I mean, both of them. Actually, I think Hemsworth got one in the back, too, at one point before that. But he becomes the ex facto leader of them, and they, of course, do the whole, like, we should stick together, and then they pump in. The, no, we shouldn't. shouldn't. <laughs> and I, I, I love that the one guy was, was it, he was just getting so high that um, he was, like, realizing. to it. Yeah, he was immune to the stuff and was, like, realizing, like, we're, we're puppets on strings and stuff. So I, I, I love this as a D because like I said, this is a horror movie by definition, but I do agree. It's more of a black comedy. Like Eric said. Yeah. Cause it's a deconstruction of all that. But of course, um, let's see here. We're, we're assuming the stoner's dead and they do too. So they, you know, do the sacrifice to him and it angers the God or whatever. Or the, or the and that is why, when they break his vial of blood, apparently when there's that earthquake, that yeah. was that was the gods realizing, or that was the gods knowing that it wasn't he wasn't dead. But then, then but nobody else realized it at that point. And and us as the audience would probably realize he's not dead because we didn't see him get killed. Haha, exactly. There, there goes with that theory. Um, of course, they they try to get out of there in the RV. Once again, I'm going back to the... I, I, I guess you needed some way to haul the motorcycle that he That's right. tries to jump the yeah. gorge See, with. Which was an amazing scene, too. It, yeah, you it's, were like, awesome. whoa! It's such a great scene because, once again, you think, oh, Chris Hemsworth's going to be the one that makes through through all this. No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and, and he dies in, like, the dumbest way possible for him to die, too. Of which just, makes it even better. Yeah, of just slamming himself straight it's, into a wall. And it was one of those things, I remember the first time I saw it, I was, like, I remember seeing the wall because the eagle hits it, but, yeah. like, I totally was, like, th- like it was so intense, I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, and then it he got hits me. that wall. Yeah. It's like, it's that, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And it's like, 
and and after that kind of initial shot, like everyone's laughing because it's like this is hilarious. And then, of course, like no, okay, okay, fine. I guess I'll concede the fact that they had to have the RV because if it was the the zombies couldn't have hid somewhere in like a car or something because she was in the back right. part of the RV when they were driving out there. So, and of course, one of the zombies was there, way to the last minute, and then stabbed the one guy through the head or neck. It was it was the neck. Yeah. And then he dies. So there's another one. And then she gets away only to be grabbed by one of the torturers. And since she's the virgin, um, she has to get it the worst and suffer the most. And her death is optional, apparently, yeah. in all this. Um, I I thought that was funny. Also, did was there any more about, like... Because wasn't she, like, in love with her professor or dating a, her professor or something? Yeah, you know, I completely forgot about that, even though they brought it up at the beginning. Like, there was some thing about her, but yeah, and it never came up again. Like, it was brought up, and then just nothing. Because I'm like, is that something important that's supposed to happen later? Is that just part of the whole setup of these characters and everything? Because each of these right. characters is, quote-unquote, set up to be the, like, quintessential of this character. And everything like the the one girl getting getting her hair dyed was apparently something to affect her mind while she was out there too that they pointed right. out like that R and D or the the people in the chemical thing like like there's a lot of continuity in this movie and that's why I enjoy it so much is because it breaks down everything to where there's science behind it and I keep yeah. using big quotation fingers but since it's an audio medium you can't see how big the quotation fingers are <laughs> right because how many because how many times have you seen a horror movie and you're like you're an idiot why why would you even uh, think about doing that or why would you even think about doing this and it's because you know it's it this kind of shows that like all horror movies are kind of connected by this uh, or all incidences and occurrences that happen in horror movies can be seen as happening in this universe yes. where there's this corporation or this government entity controlling everything and it, and it gives explanations for why oh that's why they act so stupid that's why they all of a sudden get sex crazed out of nowhere because there are pheromones being pumped in there are mm-hmm. there's this being pumped in this is you know they're they're being given so i watched it on hulu and the the volume was super super low i had my volume super high on the tv and i still couldn't hear it, so i had subtitles on and like i don't think i ever caught it but like there's the um the voice whispering when when uh, they're telling her to go towards the uh, the wolf mouth where the stuff is coming out. Yeah, uh, and it's like this. They say, "Go do it." No, you should go do it, or something like that. And it was something like I couldn't. I, I don't remember hearing that, but I, because I saw it in the subtitles, I was like, "Oh, there's a voice like subconsciously or supposedly subconsciously telling them to to do this." So. Well, yeah, I, it gives some explanation as to why things happen like this in horror movies. I know the stoner guy kept on hearing him too because I, I yeah. heard him then. Yeah, when, he when, heard him. When, when he was hearing him. I'd heard him then and been like, oh, okay. Because I, I watched this on Amazon. Because you can watch it on either Amazon or um, Hulu. Or we actually have a Blu-ray copy somewhere. But um, I had to crank up the sound on mine, too. So maybe mm. it's just some weird thing with the digital one. Who knows? I I had the x-ray thing on, but I didn't, like, do it to where it would pop up stuff. So I'm like, oh, man. I completely forgot to, like, actually turn it on. So I'm sure I missed a few fun facts here and there. <laughs> of stuff but um but no so then they of course get get into the basement they i mean get, get into the bottom area everything gets loose and starts basically oh my god m- just blood bathing everything yes, the elevator scene oh it's 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 so great and there's also that that weird like mechanized scorpion 
like yes. robot thing. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. mention that. I love that. Yeah, like, like I think it's super cool. Like, like there's that 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 giant bat. I'm assuming is the like dragon. That was bat. the dragon bat. Yeah, yeah. So, so we so we get to see a few of the different things kind of throughout. I mean, you you get to see the regular zombies and everything, but um, no, I I, I love that that whole thing. How they get in there, I. Uh, it, it was it was kind of funny because the one guy the, the one security guy that I guess it was like his first week or something he dies and it, and it's funny because I feel like they're setting up a like relationship between him him and that one girl that's always in there with them but then he right. blows himself up and then she just randomly gets abducted like grabbed by something and then the one guy that does escape gets stabbed by the the one chick so there's that but the big reveal of who the director is behind all this anyone else get 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 the sigourney weaver nobody nobody what likes see yeah yeah it's sigourney weaver that's the director well yeah i know that but what about her no i just thought it was cool that they had sigourney weaver be the oh like, yeah 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 i thought you were talking about like something that she did i was like no we, we thought there was like oh, yeah, no, no, no. I, <laughs> I think that's great that's a great that's a great role for her to play because she's sort of this matriarch in the horror yeah and she just just appears, Genre. just explains to them like, "Hey, you have to die," <laughs> and then, um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a great, you know, little nod and everything to have her be the, even though I feel like she's popped up in other stuff, or maybe I'm just thinking of Avatar. She, she has no, because she was like the voice, and she was the voice of the AI in Wally, and um, there, is, there is, there's like one or two other things where like she pops in that sort of role where it's like. It's a major role, but you don't always see her face, or she kind of pops up at the end and is like, "Oh, it's Sigourney Weaver!" So everyone cheers. So no, I mean, I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Also, I've heard um, fan theories that God, I don't understand how we keep getting back to this. That this is what actually happened to Earth to cause everyone to leave it in the Firefly series. That this is actually a precursor because. <laughs> There's like a company or some logos that are that that Whedon reuses. Even though I think all the Whedon mo- shows and stuff are somehow connected technically. The Whedon verse. Yes, the they're, they're, they're all connected yes. through like references. And also, apparently, the Whedon verse is connected to the Aliens franchise too. Through that. Oh man, yeah. we're we're getting into that we whole. We could do a whole episode. We've done Whedon a whole verse. episode Have on we both. Done? Yes. Oh, okay. Let, let me look that up while someone else. And you, I mean, heck, you to references the MCU and the Whedon verse are one and the same. The, I mean, like I said, I I am almost positive we did a Whedon verse episode. I'm saying this, and someone who has a better knowledge of this show than the people who do it are sitting there going, "You guys did." Because I know we did the um, the Tommy Westfall stuff like way early on, which yeah, everything's right. connected. So that might be what I'm just thinking of. Yeah, is I that. didn't think we ever did a just one on the Weedverse. I don't think we did. Um, don't think so. Let's see here. Because I do remember doing that episode. I feel like it was very early on. I will say another Whedon verse kind of thing that's also a Mandela effect for me. I have in my mind, I don't know why, and I've seen this movie, this is when I watched it last night, it was probably the fifth or sixth time I've seen it. Every time before I see it, I have this memory of Clark Gregg being in it. And then every time I watch it, I'm like, Clark Gregg is not in this. And I don't know why I think he's in it, 
But every time I sit there and I go, when does he show up? And like halfway through, I'm like, wait, he's not in this. And then like, <laughs> I even thought about it last night. I said, you know what? I'm going to probably watch this in another year. Because I saw when it came out of the movies, and that was eight years ago. And I think I've seen it like, so probably once every couple years I see it. A year and a half to two years I see it. And I swear I have this memory of him being in it every time. And in a year and a half to two years when I watch this again, I'm going to do the same thing. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Clark Gray in this. And he's, he's not going to be there. I don't know why I have this memory of him being in this movie, but but he's not. All right, so I haven't answered the question we've asked ourselves, and people at home have probably yelled at us for already. Okay. Uh, episode 22 of the podcast, which would be almost over 200 episodes now ago, uh, back in April of 2017, the Tommy Westfall Universe Sorta, which was an episode where we discussed how... Um, oh, wow, this is where I actually put a lot more effort into writing descriptions. Um... Yeah, but we didn't actually do a separate weed. No, no, no. Hold on. I don't. Hold on. Okay. Go a few episodes ahead to May 1st of 2017, episode 27, the Ja Whedon episode. Hmm. So we did do an episode discussing Whedon himself, but I don't. But did we discuss. All the, how all of them relate and everything. Uh, I think it was just his impact on yeah. the series. I mean, on pop culture and everything. This was prior to, I think, certain Justice League related things. Yeah, it had to have been. 2017. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we have... I mean, I'm sure we could do another Westfall episode and do a connected yeah, thing. Yeah, because that was before I was a regular on the show, yeah. and I love yeah. talking Tommy Westfall and crossovers and things being in, in shared universes. I freaking love that stuff. So, yes, we got to revisit that. Yes, we, we definitely should. But um, but as for you at home, uh, is the are, are you these movies ones you've enjoyed? Did did Ellie ruin your Christmas by, <laughs> um, by hating on your favorite Halloween movie so much? Um, do you think it's a good idea for us to watch... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas on Thanksgiving because I, as I said, it's a transition episode. It's it's a transition episode and a transition movie. You transition from Thanksgiving, of of the time of fall into the time of winter. So, I don't know. We'll we'll discuss that when we get to there. Any any, any final thoughts before we? I, I mean, I'm I'm wrapping this up. But any final thoughts on um, Cabin in the Woods? Assignment it's great. Being, yeah, it's it, it is couple, great. We we mentioned we mentioned a couple of um. Uh, different places online you can watch digitally. Uh, so if you if you have Hulu or Amazon, and I think the, I don't think it's on Netflix or anything. No, it's not right. No, it's it, not, it has. That's been. where I was going to watch it originally. I think um, it has been in. The and past. I have I have watched it on Netflix. That's why I was like, I wonder if it's still on here. Um, but you got a couple places. I, it, I definitely recommend it. It's only an hour and a half. Like I, I kept thinking in my mind too. I was like, there's so much going on that because it's like two. It really is like two stories happening at once that converge. Yep. Um, it, you know, in the first, like, at the end of Act 1. And I, I remember being a lot longer, but it's only, like, an hour and a half. So, yeah. you know, your typical your typical average movie, or at least was, like, 10 years ago before everything had to be, like, two and a half hours. But Thanks for uh, the it's, it's, a good, it's a good time. You'll laugh. Um, and I, I think the bigger... If you have any passing knowledge of horror movies, you'll like it. But I think the bigger fan you are of horror movies, the more you will appreciate yeah. how they just kind of take them apart and present them here. I also would say that this is not a scary movie in the sense no. of like scary. I mean, gory, yes. Scary, yes. I would not say it's scary because everything's very like 
set up beforehand, so nothing should jump right. out and scare you, in my opinion. For me, I mean, definitely I, gory though. Yeah, I was, I was about to say gore wise. Oh, it, it it earns that 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 gore rating and everything. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. Let let us know what you think. And as Eric said, and as we said before, if you're a horror fan. Like this is I I feel required watching for you because I feel like it yeah. it it just brings whole new life into everything you've ever watched. Also, another fun fact. I don't know why I just thought about this, but uh, his bong slash coffee cup is an actual working coffee cup and bong apparently, and it was like five thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Huh. I never see him actually like, drink coffee out of it. I just see him holding it like a coffee cup. Right, but apparently it it, it was made and functioned. As both, and it costs like five thousand dollars to make it. I was about. I I, I thought you were going to be like, you can buy it now at this website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but maybe, for five thousand dollars, I mean, this movie. I mean, this was made over a decade ago, so who knows at this point? Maybe maybe you can. But. Wow, it has been a decade. It's um, yeah. wow. I I feel like every episode of Zygnus now ends with, "That was a while ago, huh?" Yeah, huh. That was a long time huh. ago. Weird, huh? Anyways, um. But no, I mean, definitely let us know. I mean, we'll be back next week with a with our Treehouse of Horror episode. So I, I think we got one Simpsons reference in this week. Yeah, yep. you, yeah, you, you got one. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said something about Simpsons. It, well, I was, I was about to say, I'm, I, I, I'm sure it's, it was Eric. What was the reference now? See, see we can't even, see we've gone from we can't remember what we talked about on the show to we can't, we can't remember what we talked about in the episode while we're still recording it. Perfect. All right. On that note, uh, everyone continue to enjoy October. Uh, come back and join us next week for the Treehouse of Horror, and then for the final week of October, we're gonna have a special. Um, I don't know if everyone remembers back when we did the little role play thing, but we're gonna be bringing that back. And the theme is robots this time. Robots. 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 So, um, join us for that adventure we're going to go on as a group. So, see if everyone can survive our adventure through the world of a robot apocalypse. So, get ready. Um, on that note, like I said, uh, message us if you've seen, I mean, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, wherever. And, um, continue to have a happy October and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.